That should work. I'll be right? ready by 8.30, and then half an hour later. Hey, 8.30 or 9. All right, I'm on time. <laughs> I give you the window, okay? Okay. Damn it, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Just made it. Yeah. It feels like the beginning of a zombie movie in Wuhan right now. Have you heard anything about Wuhan in the news? No, what's going on? There's some sort of new strain of uh, virus that's going around making people sick. AIDS? Yeah, it's a new strain of the AIDS virus. Cool. Super AIDS. No, it's kind of like a flu thing. Oh, that's awesome. And cool. everyone's freaking out about that because it's the Chinese New Year is starting. So everyone's going to be traveling to other parts of the country and outside and oh, abroad. Shit, it's going to outbreak like crazy. I know, dude. It feels like the beginning of a zombie movie. It's fucking scary. But I got an extra day off of work, too. I was supposed to work that's on awesome. Wednesday, but they're like, hey, you know, because of the outbreak, I guess I have Wednesday off. It's like, all right, cool. Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going on. That's a pain in the ass. How are your symptoms? I'm good. For now. For now. You haven't shat yourself yet? No. <laughs> That's good. It's a, it's like an inevit- inevitability. Like, you know it's ha- ha- going to happen at some point. I, I watched... Have you ever seen the movie Dreamcatcher from, like, 2003? Oh, it's like a Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block is in it, right? It's like a Stephen I King think movie, so. I think? Yeah, it's a Stephen King movie. I saw that in fucking movie theaters way way back in high school for some reason just because we were bored yeah. we always used to go because i think it was before we were like 18 and yeah. i haven't seen it again since then so i don't remember a single second of it but like there's an alien at the end or some shit like uh, something fucking weird happens it's an alien in the middle and then some more at the i don't know i was falling asleep by the end but the beginning it's about like some guy who is like uh, the alien is inside of him and it ends up coming out of his ass. So he looks all sick and he's like <laughs> farting and burping. So it's like, fuck, I shouldn't have watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have watched that movie. That's fucking scary. <laughs> it's too, this, that it's, hit too close to home. It's like looking I watched into the that future. last night for some reason. Yeah, I know. Fuck. <laughs> Dreamcatchers are beautiful though, aren't they? Yeah, they're a wonderful creation. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, dude. Another thing in the news is that they revealed the fifth Super Smash Brothers fighter in the fighter pass, finally. That's not news. What do you mean, in the news? This is, this is news. Like, this is news. Okay. Seven years after this piece of shit game came out, you motherfuckers are still getting DLC for it? Oh, dude. Fuck. Oh, yeah. There's going to be another character pass, too. Cool. But I, I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Okay, here's how they introduced it. They haven't said anything about this character, and then they had a live stream to reveal the character and show off what the character's about, which usually they do separately. And, you know, it's the last one in the pack. It's gonna, you know, it's, it's exciting. So it I'm like, okay, what's, what time is this? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, okay, what time's this start? It's like, oh, sweet. That's like an hour after I get off of work. I'm going to actually watch this. Now I'm pumped. I actually get excited about watching this thing, and, you know, it starts, and uh, the, the dude... Is like, oh, yeah, this is a super secret thing. I think this reveal will be news to even employees at Nintendo. We've been keeping this under wraps for a long time. How did you get he, this exclusive, my friend? I know, right? Whoa, I'm like, okay, cool. This shit. is going to be great. I can't wait. as fuck. It's like, man, who could it be? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's Dante from Devil May Cry. That'd be awesome. Maybe it's V from Devil May Cry. Or maybe it's uh, someone guy. else. Maybe Adam it's Driver. like Master Chief. Yeah. Who who else would you want in there? I only uh, want Kratos? Adam Driver Holy after fuck. Adam Driver is the yeah. only character I want in my Smash Brothers <laughs> Adam game. Adam Driver, 
Maybe it is. Maybe it's Goku, dude. Fuck, that'd be what awesome. What a fucking get that would be. No, because he's got to promote Kakarot. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's perfect timing, right? Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, dude. Crossover the Fuck, shit. Yeah. Timing yeah. works out. Bandai Namco, come on. So then they revealed the character, and it's like, oh, I think you'll know who this character is very quickly. Let's Wario, take a look at that video. Luigi or whatever the fuck that guy is. The bad one. <sighs> no, dude, even better. It's Byleth from Fire Emblem. Fuck yes, what finally! The fuck? Yeah, I know. Fire Emblem, you're back on the map. <sighs> that shit was, like, incredibly deflating. That was like, I don't know why. I'm not, I'm not watching anything live ever again. I don't know. Why, why did I even bother? Like, My that heart was the most has never soared thing. to such heights before. Oh, man. They already have like like eight Fire Emblem characters that all look Fire the same Emblem to me. Characters. What? Oh, fuck I still that. don't know what Fire I was Emblem pissed, is. Man. Good. I hope you and everyone else who plays that fucking game just had their heart ripped out of their chest. Oh, dude, for sure. Like Reddit right after that was like people were not happy with that because it's like <laughs> all the other characters are from like new franchises to the series or third party things. You know, it's like kind of. Even if you don't like Joker, I don't give a fuck about Joker, but okay, that's different Whoa, and interesting. Come on, Persona 5, man. Yeah. But now it's like, man, come on. What is this? What, what am I paying for? I, I kept waiting for them to be like, oh, and also this one. This is just a free one. It's like, oh, come on. That is... What did I waste my time for? Top-notch So disappointed. Right there. How can you be disappointed, man? Fire Emblem. <laughs> top-notch, top-notch troll is what it was. What the fuck? No way, dude. I'm not happy it's about like... that. It's like an emblem of fire. It's like a fire pin that you put on your jacket and shit. It's cool. Yeah. I assume. I don't know what you do in that game. I've had Ralph explain this game to me a thousand fucking times. And it was so forgettable and like so uncool sounding that I can never remember what the fuck it is. Yeah, I've never played it and it doesn't look interesting to me either. So, But I mean, as long as we have 38 characters from it, I'm, I'm psyched. Yeah. I don't know why I get such joy out of all of you, like, uh, Smash Brothers players being disappointed and let down. Uh, I think it's do. because you're all spoiled with your 10,000 character rosters. Fuck you well, guys. How many characters would you have in a game? For a piece how of shit Smash is... Brothers game? Four. And I would pick the worst four characters. Four, worst four Fire Emblem characters possible. Oh, okay. Just to hear all you little <laughs> bitches cry. Wow. I mean, no. Mario... Luigi, Peach, and Toad. That's all you need. Bowser. Five. There you go. Spoiled cunts. Well, five. Bowser DLC. Yeah, that's that's the big reveal. <laughs> is Toad. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. The, 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 the I'm not going to get excited about anything anymore. Fuck it. I mean, you can still get excited about the Mortal Kombat characters, though. Those ones are at least cool. I like these lame-ass Smash Brothers characters. I'm not spending money on Mortal Kombat anymore either. Oh, no. Everything well, is letting me down. No, dude. You gotta wait for, the, like, the gold Game of the Year edition versions of that shit. Don't ever buy it as know, they release yeah. that shit. I'm not, I'm not gonna buy the Game of the Year version either. Fuck well, it. I don't just, care. You're just talking crazy now. I don't care about the fucking Joker or Terminator. <laughs> I did watch the uh, Joker Spawn, gameplay. Dude. That, I think that just came out. Spawn. Yeah, that's coming out later. That's fucking awesome. It's Spawn. It is. Yeah. So you need to get it for that. They need the to put Terminator. Fire Emblem characters that? in there. I assume it's Joker from the Fire Emblem Smash Brothers game, right? Yeah, that's or... what I need in my Mortal Kombat. Fuck yeah. Oh, man, they could have put like Scorpion in Smash Brothers. That'd be fucking awesome. Why, why are they? What is this character? This is a waste. No, Mortal Kombat. Space. This is bullshit. Mortal Kombat is smart enough to not license their characters to some shit franchise like Smash Brothers. 
Oh, come on. They would totally do it if they could. I think they would. I don't Hell think. Yeah. No fucking way. They don't license oh, them yeah. anything, do they? I think they're they do, owned by they? Warner they, Brothers. Uh... That's the only reason they have those DC crossover things. But I mean, like, what is what has Mortal Kombat characters in them? That's license. I can't think of anything. I don't know, but they should start. They should start after fucking Mortal Kombat 11. They're gonna have to start branching out. I need Null. Null. I hope yeah, Null is the yeah. next character. Please. Please. All right. I just want to talk about fucking goddamn. Byleth from Super Smash Brothers and Byleth is my favorite Fire Emblem guy though. Yeah, exactly. It's like the coolest one, so congratulations. It's the generic protagonist one. Wait, you have like nineteen different Fire Emblem characters and you're just now getting the main protagonist yeah. of the fucking franchise? Oh no, the main protagonist of the newest game. To you know. Oh, the the Adam Driver of the Fire Emblem characters. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I can't wait for the Adam Driver DLC though. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Lit. Lit AF. All right. Speaking of driving, let's get this. Let's drive this train onto the tracks. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say, I already fed you the ultimate layup when I mentioned Null, but uh, fine. I guess yeah. we'll do an intro. Null. You know what the fuck you clicked on? You're welcome. We're back. Roll it. Welcome everybody once again to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm your favorite host, Dave. And I'm Donnie. Alright, yeah. You this lazy is Giraffes motherfucker, you, you yeah. copied yourself? <laughs> oh yeah. No, that was me. <laughs> you can't prove anything. Oh, okay. Why is it lazy to copy me? Because the whole point of you doing the copying me was so you could have a episode for when I'm absent. Yep. <laughs> now we can have an episode where we're both absent. Ah, oh, this will be awesome for your next Australia trip. Gotta get my notebook. I know, yeah. Okay. Welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. This week, we are talking about Freaks of the Heartland. We're talking about Absolute Carnage. And we're going to talk Super about Smash the Smash Brothers character DLC yeah. pack, Fire Emblem, Bifrost. I'm so salty about that. Motherfucker. Such bullshit, man. So, you uh, you mentioned Null. Absolute Carnage also had a bunch of characters just like Smash Brothers in it. So, let's talk about what? that one Dude. first. It also had Null! What? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> My genius is wasted on you, I think. Use your genius next time to... I did, by giving you that perfect fucking slam dunk of a layup for Null. Speaking of Null. Alright. Absolute Carnage, collected by Donnie Cates. Donnie, not Danny. Yeah, the, spelled with a the y, less talented, not shitty brother of Danny Cates. Who spells his name yeah. like an idiot. D-O-N-I. Oh, Donnie. Fuck. Motherfucker. Have you changed your name yet to Dave with three V's? Of course. All right, good. D-A-V-V-V-V-E-E. Three. Right. So what did you think of Absolute Carnage? 
It was absolute garbage. Oh, Whoa, shit. Whoa, what? Shit. You can't, you burn, can't just lay it up for me like that. <laughs> nice. That was a good one. I mean, I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was but just okay. okay. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was absolute garbage. I certainly didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Brock has an awesome beard now. I do I like, like that. that. Well, I mean, like he had that yeah. going on. When we write them in the uh, Carnage and the Venom shit. I am glad, oh, really? most importantly, I am glad that John Jameson, that space man alien wolf, werewolf guy, came back. Yeah. No, he's not I man wolf. Notes too. What was he like? Isn't werewolf it? by night? Or, or no, no. What the fuck was this called? Man wolf, I think. Okay, is he? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Okay. The greatest character in Marvel. Come on. Man wolf, dude. I got too excited. I, I forgot. <laughs> yeah i'm just glad that guy's back i yeah, was going me through too. Withdrawal. i was, I was like him. oh i need that awesome space alien wolf man character with the cool necklace to come back yeah fuck yeah let's see him turn into a man wolf i don't like that they stopped him before he fully turned though like yeah that's that's like announcing you're gonna have a, a big character reveal trailer <laughs> at like 4 p.m like pacific time or whatever the fuck it is and then you announce it's just fucking Bifrost from the fucking Fire Emblem Smash DLC shit. Like, come on, yeah. man. You gotta deliver. Don't... I need my Space Wolf man thing, alien. You got my dick hard, and then it just immediately blue-balled me. Oh, man. The promotional poster for that uh, live stream, too, it had, like, um, it had... The uh, the dude, what what's his name? I hope it had outlines of Adam Driver and outlines of Kratos uh, yeah. <laughs> and like all these characters, yeah. that, the the blue Waluigi or whatever the fuck that guy is. I hope it had the outlines of everyone the internet has been wanting forever. No, it was a it was a picture of Shigeru Miyamoto holding up three fingers. So he was talking about Fire Emblem Three Houses, and you know it could have been anything. It could have been Devil May Cry Three is getting ported to Switch soon. No More Heroes 3 is coming out. There's a lot of threes we could have went with, but no. So uh, We went with the right number three, though. It was bullshit. No. I'm jazzed. Uh, yeah, that, that fucking live stream was absolute carnage, honestly. Or was it more absolute garbage? What? Again? Whoa, yeah, still 40. <laughs> it was. It was. It was absolute garbage. Seriousness. So this book tied together a lot of the uh, the other books that we read in the past here. We mentioned that Hulk book. They they talked about the Green Door, which I forget what that was. They mentioned uh, Eddie Brock had that uh, those wings again. That was fun. Was that fun? Remember that? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Oh, he has those cool demon wings. Okay. Edgy as fuck. Null. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the highlight right there. Null. That's all you need. Yeah. And we, we read about that Carnage religion in that Carnage book a long time ago. Yeah. That where, was... uh, he got his weird super Carnage Why from. Why is the Carnage logo now just like um, a shitty Spiral. version of like Havocs or like Bullseyes? Or it's I not Bullseyes, but I mean, it's like a shitty like... Yeah, it's like a circle. Spir spiral logo. Spiral, yeah. Like, why does Carnage need a know. logo? You'd think a superpower would be a tornado. Just like a thousand razor sharp like claws just ripping apart flesh. Like, that'd oh, be yeah. a way cooler logo. Yeah, I'd be into that way more. It's more but no, befitting I guess of not. Uh, Carnage. Yeah. Oh, the other thing was the uh, they mentioned the Red Goblin. We had 
Yeah, uh, Norman Osborn coming back. That was a great. I was excited movie. about that. I like when Norman Osborn is back because I get to think about Willem Dafoe again. I love reading Norman Osborn because I just hear Willem Dafoe. Oh, dude! Speaking of Willem Dafoe, actually, I keep getting sidetracked here. Uh, I, I watched The Lighthouse. Have you seen this movie? No. It's just starring like Willem Dafoe and some other guy who are trapped on an island managing a lighthouse, and they go crazy. And uh, you can see Willem Dafoe with a giant beard jerking off and getting drunk as fuck. Nice. So it's awesome. And talking like a pirate. Like he's a lighthouse keeper, but he just talks like a pirate. It's awesome. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking, it's a, it's a long movie. It's a real slow burn of a movie, but I, I do enjoy watching Willem Dafoe. All right. Anyway, what else do we have here? So yeah, this is just all about Venom trying to fight super carnage after he got his uh super god carnage null powers or whatever the fuck you know we're trying to stop that and it doesn't really make sense i guess how to stop it or what's going to happen when i don't know it's it's, it's a weird it's basically story. the into the spider-verse storyline where instead of those i don't even remember what those characters were that were the bad guys in it but instead of them going after collecting spider tokens from all the universe's spider-man by killing them, it's Carnage going after the Codex from all the people who have been infected by a Carnage or a Venom symbiote and killing all of them off. So it's that same storyline minus Doc Ock. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. we had Miles in this one too. Like, <laughs> only thing we were missing was Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Miles Morales Carnage, dude. That was pretty fun. We also had uh, some good cameos. We had Wolverine pop up he had a huge bulge in uh in one of those drawings so i, I guess missed he has that a giant dick. shit oh man you, you gotta look at the dicks we had we had the thing yeah <laughs> I, when did the thing wear a symbiote i want to see that that sounds awesome probably in all of these shitty little like one-offs where they just randomly probably. get affected and solved like immediately like yeah so immediately it's hit those two and cap and then they're taking out the codexes from them in this cool machine by the maker, which is evil Reed Richards from another universe who, for some reason, yeah. is best friends with Eddie Brock now. Okay. We missed that one, I guess. I don't know what the fuck that but, came from. Oh, what the fuck was I even going to say about this thing? Oh, so like after Eddie Brock, like later on, he gets in, or he doesn't get infected, but he breaks open the machine that they were all using to take out the codexes from all the like heroes. And he applies it to himself to become a super-powered version of Venom, I guess. Yeah. But he mentions, like, he's got, like, the Wolverine's rage. He's got the strength or whatever or toughness of the thing. He's got that yeah, lack of charisma awesome. that the thing has because Colossus is better than nah. him. And he knows it. Yancey Street. But then hello, he also dude. says, yeah, fuck yeah, the thing. There's your new catchphrase. <laughs> That's awesome. But then he That's says that he's got the, uh, the aim of Hawkeye, the like diamond oh, point yeah. aim of Hawkeye, but we don't have Hawkeye <laughs> here getting rid of his symbiote. So like, what the fuck is that? How does that happen? Maybe Hawkeye was already taken by Carnage. Well, then Carnage would already have that power of his, not oh, Venom. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, actually, that was the codex in the machine. So maybe they already took it out of him. No, right? is that the how first... that works? Maker hadn't experimented on anyone yet. They were going to use Normie, but Spider-Man refused to let his godson be the uh, first guinea pig. So the first person yeah. to go is Captain America that we see. 
Yeah, so where did all these codex or uh, codices in the machine come from then? Wolverine, Thing, and Cap. That just came from those three? Yeah. Um, okay. They had a lot of them then, I guess. What the fuck? No, you, each person who's been infected has one of their own, but you get stronger each one you obtain. Dude, did you read the story? They explained all Maybe this. Maybe not. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened then? There, there was a, another thing that they had was a Venom cat. What, what's, what's up with this cat? They tell you to read the fucking Venom version of this shitty <laughs> story. Come on, man. Yeah, I was wondering if you've seen the cat, though. I don't want to go back and read it. God, no. I'm not reading any of these fucking Carnage tie-in <laughs> things on my own. Are you kidding it's Venom. me? Venom cat. It looked very cute. It did look cool. There's a black cat with, like, yellow stripes and eyes. Yeah, it's awesome. A lot going on here. Into the Venomverse, I guess. There's one line. I don't remember when it was. I think it was when they flash back. to, Or no, it's when Venom and Carnage keep facing off. And uh, Carnage says, Cletus Cassidy is dead. Only Cletus fucking Cassidy lives now. But they, of course, do that lame-as-fuck Marvel super edit thing where it's just, like, exclamation point, ampersand fucking cunts but that was a cool line oh dude yeah the other cool line was uh you know toward the end eddie brock has to make a choice between killing carnage to uh save his uh son or um saving the world or saving his son because if he kills carnage then oh all the codices will be together and null woo uh but if you don't kill carnage he's gonna kill his son so he's like oh you have to decide about the world and then uh, Eddie Brock, being a total badass, he just says, you know, fuck the world with that, you know, exclamation point, at symbol, um, dollar sign. Marvel you know, swear. Fuck, fuck the world. Cool. Such, such a cool, edgy line. Great job, Danny Cates. Donnie, fuck you. I got your back, Donnie Cates. I know what it's like. I know what it's, this Danny thing is like. I like that Peter Parker's apartment number is 616. How cute was that? Yeah, was, so cute. was that Miles, his roommate? I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be Miles that he's living with now. I don't think so. I think it was just some guy. Hmm. But I don't know who he's living with these days. I haven't read Spider-Man in a while since we read about the Red whoever Goblin. Whoever that is, he knows he's Spider-Man, so it's someone he clearly trusts and knows well enough. Yeah, I guess so. Another Another big note here, during that big final climantic fight scene at the end cap is talking about how they're just like trying to stall for time and then cloak shows up and he opens up his chest and lets all these uh backup heroes come out and for whatever reason uh -huh. dagger is the very first one out like she's the fearless leader of this group which looked very weird because like captain marvel is right behind her who is arguably like the strongest second strongest fucking hero in like all of marvel universe so, like, it was very yeah. weird that she wasn't leading the charge, but Dagger, of all people, was. But it's the two of them, and then the one person I made a note of, Iron Fist is also in there, which is awesome. Oh, but yeah. the one person I noted is Morbius. Morbius. Because yeah. we gotta get, start promoting that there. fucking new movie. <laughs> Great job, Marvel, you fucking pathetic cunts. He's an anti-hero. He's a hero, full-blown yeah, hero Morbius. now. He's joined Morbius, in the dude. battle for the good. That's who I needed. I mean, I want Nor I want Morbius on my team if uh, if I gotta fight Carnage and Noel the Edgelord. 
So they also show like a grave, and I think it was at the site of wherever that Carnage book we read was, like the where we first met that yeah. space alien wolf guy. And like they mentioned Thunderbolt Ross, the Red Hulk, his bones were found there. I don't remember the Red Hulk ever being infected by a symbiote. That would have been fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. Red Hulk. Fuck yeah. Hulk. Uh, yeah. That's another amazing color swap character. But they also gave him awesome. a mustache, so you know he's cool. Oh, man. That's the best one. That mustache feeling. That's right. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about the tick. When, uh, Speaking of mustaches. When they show that like all the symbiotes or all the people who had been previously affected when he was first, it's really early on when they're first talking about like the codexes and the codices mm-hmm. or whatever when he keeps correcting Parker's pronunciation of it. They showed yep. a guy and I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be Blade or not. Has Blade been oh. a symbiote before? I would, ass- I would assume every single character has had yeah. it at one point in time. Yeah, seriously. It just I mean, everyone's been a symbiote. But they're just gonna have to kill everybody in the universe to but collect all the codices. We didn't get Flash Thompson though, and I would think Agent Venom would be one of the first guys you'd be going after. Did he die? Maybe. I have no fucking clue. Maybe maybe he's dead. I don't know. But yeah, we didn't see. They mentioned Flash Thompson, but we didn't see him. We didn't, I I wish we had Anti Venom there to save the day. Yeah, for real. But we did have the Thing and Wolverine. So that's okay. That's all you all need. Right. Dumb and Cap. Yeah. America. Yep. So yeah, this ends with Venom killing Carnage and then Noel the Edgelord is awakened. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's the cliffhanger. Oh wait, yeah, but so also Venom created a cool, edgy as fuck Venom sword too. What the fuck oh, is up with every right. Marvel book ending with the superhero <laughs> creating a sword of themselves? It's Donnie Cates, dude. God Donnie fucking Cates. Christ. This is why Danny swords. Cates is the good Cates, brother. Fuck you. <laughs> Every problem can be solved by creating a sword from yourself. Did the Hulk make a sword? Like a like a green sword? No, because he got like not, beaten no, up. Not a, not a green door. Lost. A green sword. A green sword. Yeah, you, you misheard me in the uh, meeting that we yeah. had for this book. Did he write that Hulk <laughs> you gotta, story? You gotta read the Hulk books. Oh, yeah. Oh. He wrote that Hulk story. Then there had to have been a sword somewhere in there. Yeah, probably. I bet he loved that Transformers movie about the Excalibur thing. Oh man! I never watched that one though. That's his that favorite awful, one, though. <laughs> yeah, that movie. I'm sure. I'm certain is terrible. That looked crazy. Is that the one with Marky Mark in it? Or Pro- is that uh, probably? I'm it's not like sure. the, it's the one, one where. Right? Uh, maybe it's the one where Optimus Prime is like they have Transformers in medieval time or whatever with King Arthur and shit. Oh, but that's all I know about it. But it looked really stupid, so I never watched it. Sounds awesome. Yeah, maybe we should watch it. Definitely. Oh yeah, so uh, there was no "It's clobberin' time" said, which was unfortunate. But no. uh, Venom Hulk, Yancey Street, the new catchphrase. Of the yeah, thing. that's the new one. Yeah, Yancey Street, hello is what yeah. it is. And you have to say it like a t- you have to like punch your hand, you know, fist to hand. Yancey Street, hello. Well, yeah, you have to you have to imply that it's it's going to be a, a a knuckle sandwich. You're coming your way. That's right. Classic yeah. thing, bullying one hundred and one. Yeah, he's a street tough. Yeah, he is. Thing. Yeah. Uh, but we did get a Venom smash. That was cool. Was it? Yeah, it was. I mean, we got I it. I wouldn't it. say, I wouldn't describe it as cool. I mean, I always wanted to see Venom say that. Now I've got my dream. My dreams come true. Who knew how easily Carnage could just turn Hulk back into Banner? 
That was weird. Like, yeah, it, I don't know. it feels like the like seventy plus years of like Hulk comics have all been for nothing because he turns out he's just a giant fucking nothing pussy. Like that dude can't fight yeah. for shit. Like you just get to his brain, flick it once, and he's fucking dead and unconscious. <laughs> Weak as fuck the Hulk is as of now. That's yeah, rude. That's, that's rude. That's... Every image I've ever had of the Hulk being cool ever. Yeah. So I'm glad it was worth it, Donny Cates. Great job, man. Yeah. You ruined the Hulk for everyone. But you made swords cool. That is true. Yancey Street, hello. Possible episode title. Oh. As big yeah, as Hulk Get I Out that... from the other book was the other one I had. I, I think I like Yancey Street, hello. I think that's got to be the title. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, uh, good idea. Genius. The last note I had was uh, Venom's teeth. In these Donny Cates books, I don't like how Venom's teeth keep changing. Sometimes they're like normal people teeth in some panels, and then they're like those sharp teeth that I want in my Venom in other panels. So we got we to gotta make these teeth a little more consistent. It's bothering me. I don't like how Carnage looks in these. Like it, It's like yeah. a skeleton with like a hollowed out yeah. chest cavity. Yeah, he has like no abs. He just has like the spine. Yeah, I didn't really, I wasn't into that either. I mean, I don't need, I don't need him to have abs. I need him to just have a torso. Like, he could be fat as all fuck. I don't give a shit. That'd be cool. Just give him some kind of stomach. Hips. Yeah, why would, why would the uh, God Carnage not have anything down there? Why would he just be held by a spine, by this skinny little spinal cord? That's how all gods are, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, gods all gods evil. don't have evil abs. Gods. Haven't you ever heard the phrase godlike abs? Come on, Donny Cates. Godlike abs. All right, that's all I had. Anything else? Nope. All right. Um, would you recommend it? I'd say it's very skippable unless you're actually planning on reading this absolute carnage clusterfuck. Why do they keep doing this? Why does Marvel feel the need to keep trying to make these gigantic, all-encompassing like events? Like They just did oh, that stupid thing with the Thor War of the Malachite Realms. suddenly being like a big deal. Thing. Yeah. The fuck? Why do we keep doing this every like couple months now? It is strange. But I mean, this one seems like it, it used all the shit from the other Donny Cates books, and it seems like Donny Cates get has the been Black getting Surfer. a big... Well, yeah. Oh, that was... Was that Donny Cates? I think that was someone else. Oh. But anyway. No, because yeah, no that Black was what we had yet. the discussion of spelling Donny correctly. Oh, okay. Maybe it was. It was just yeah, last didn't week. didn't get that, but... Okay. <laughs> Fuck. That was two Check weeks ago, I think. Check the archive. Two weeks ago, not last week. But no, I mean, it, it does take a lot of the shit from the other books that he wrote and kind of tacked it onto this story, too. So, I mean, I guess if you want to see that, then it might be worth it. But I don't know why this is a big event. Yeah, I mean, Surfer killed the Null all by himself with his sword. So, I mean, like, it's not oh, going to take yeah. the, the entire Marvel Universe to stop him. They just need one dude with a sword. Black Knight, you're up. This is your one moment to shine. Congratulations, yeah. you have a second. Well, we, we need more than one sword. It takes more than one sword to kill Null, apparently. So Not when the surfer's doing it. Out for. Did he kill him, though? I, I don't know what happened in that book. I'm not sure if that was real or not. It's hard to tell. Seems like he just restarted the timeline, too, so I don't fucking know. All right, anyway, let's hear some reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! See what other people have to say. 
All right. This one is, uh, I got these from Goodreads. And this one is two stars. I just couldn't muster much enthusiasm for this. If you have read one comic event, then you have read them all. Oh no, a <laughs> godlike menace. How will we ever stop it? Let's all band together to form a huge action scene. That should do it. The end. So yeah, makes sense. <laughs> I like the formula. The person is. They're my favorite reviewer yeah, yeah. ever on Goodreads. He goes on. This one had a few more problems besides copy-paste formula, though. For example, Kirkman. it has an extremely anticlimactic, yeah, Kirkman formula, conclusion. Also, everyone kept saying, if Carnage does this one last thing, then he wins. Then Carnage would do that thing, and nothing would happen <laughs> until the next, if he doesn't do this next thing. <laughs> Which is true, yeah. Oh, man, this, this, this guy was paying attention. I've ever heard. Yeah. Finally, keep an eye on Spider-Man's mask especially in the last issue. It keeps getting ripped to shreds, but then a few panels later, it's in perfect condition again. So there you go. That's the end of it. I did like the eye pockets on the Spider-Man mask. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I had another one that was four stars. An off-the-chain insane action movie that just happens to star... Sorry, he fucked up here. That just happens to start a bunch of gooey symbiotes. This is the way I like to see events done. Still epic, but not on a global scale. Ridiculously dramatic, with the emphasis on normal human emotions beautifully drawn. It's still pretty silly and over the top, but if you don't mind that kind of tone, it's a good ride. Hell, I'd even like the ending, a bone dragon, if it wasn't pretty much a cliffhanger that goes, see you in the main ongoing anticlimactic very much so yeah bone dragon dude no i agree with that off the chain insane um the one problem i have with that is he says oh this isn't on a global scale and i'm pretty sure it was so i don't know what the fuck he's talking about it's like a cosmic scale again well not until null gets there as of now it was just that one area of new york wherever the fuck eddie brock and the maker were yeah located yeah, but I mean, I feel like it had the potential to be a global thing very, very quickly. So, but they stopped it from becoming that. They're heroes. All right, or Eddie's a hero. All right, so the Riker Island or whatever their version of Arkham. Yeah. So I guess that guy was right. Yeah, I would. How would you qualify? How would you justify calling that a global event? Like it literally, it only takes place in this one little section of uh, New York or wherever the fuck they are. Like it's not global until like the main bad guy Noel comes. All right. Well, there you go. I guess you're right. That's definitely not a global event. Like, they isolated it to this one little tiny part of whatever state they're in. And they stopped it in time before it, like, escalated any further than that. I can't tell how far they traveled, though. I mean, because where, where was that grave site that um, Carnage went to? I don't remember. Is that in New York, too? Yeah, That's it, yeah I don't know. That's a that's a pretty big area, Pennsylvania to New but York. But they didn't do anything there. They traveled through it though. No, they don't. Like Carnage did, they had, but like, like a no one in this book goes there. All right, you win. Fucking right. So that's all I had for that. Then, what's our transition to the next part? Speaking of traveling, <laughs> okay. Freaks of the Heartland. All right. So, what do you think about Freaks of the Heartland? It was okay. Yeah. It was it was short. I like that. It's a really fast read. 
the one werewolf brother character thing, that one confused me. Like, why was that one like a wolf boy? But all the others were just oh, like... Oh, I don't know. Oh, fuck. We talked about this when we did the uh, Hellboy uh, Police Department episode. What yeah. is that called? Like, the Gregorius or whatever the fuck? Um, oh, fuck. Oh, wait. Uh, homunculus? Homunculus, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's just a yeah. book about a bunch of homunculus kids <laughs> and how all their parents decided to just murder them for some reason after, after <laughs> the letting them live time. for so long. Yeah. Yeah, this was a the story is doesn't really make sense to me. They reveal later that like if you've read um Umbrella Academy, it's sort of similar to like how that starts, where like just suddenly all these women were pregnant and then they give birth to like these uh deformed like monster babies or whatever, and then they all just keep them in their in their respective family barns and then feed them garbage for some reason. I don't know. They just they just kill them when they're babies. It would make sense. Especially if it's some sort of like immaculate conception, like from probably some alien thing or whatever. Yeah, I would I would definitely not keep that around. But yeah, that's kind of the story here. And then they decide that they need to kill all these freaks. And uh, the normal children want to help their siblings, their freak siblings escape. Kind of like them just running away. And that's about it here. So the main character is Trevor. And he wants to save his freak brother, Will. And that's the names here. And they, their father, I was just calling him like Papa Whiskey. Because this dude is awesome. <laughs> he just like walks in. Just like getting fucking wasted. He's just like, get to work, boy. He's like never going to be satisfied because he's fucking hammered all the time. It's awesome. I was super confused because that very first opening scene, he has a sister who's there at that dinner with him. But she's never mentioned or heard from again. And like... <laughs> later on That's when true, they leave yeah. and they kill both the parents like no one even mentions like oh the maybe the girl saw what happened or maybe she did it they're just like oh yeah his son is gone we must go and kill all those kids now like no mention yeah, what's true. about the daughter yeah the uh will the freak child ends up killing the dad by breathing fire yeah, somehow that was, that awesome. was a, i was i was surprised to see that it's like oh okay i guess they breathe fire and then the mother hangs herself out of guilt later with the note on her saying like, oh, leave the children alone. And yeah, where the fuck is the daughter? I wonder. That's a good question. Maybe she murdered the mother and set it up to look like she hung herself. Ooh, yeah. Then she ran away. She's the real monster. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. Oh, oh shit. I also had a quote from uh, Papa Whiskey before he died. He said, we should have drowned them like kittens. Yeah. Like talking about the kids. It's like, Jesus. Drown them like kittens. What the fuck? Who drowns kittens. What? That's that's monster. I know. Right yeah. Oh yeah. He was a real. He was a real freak. He's just like yeah. You know, like how you drown kittens is totally normal, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? A classic uh, prank we've all played before. You know. You yeah. Drown your kittens. What the hell? <laughs> Asshole, man. Good. I'm glad he got breathe fire on now. Yeah. I guess that's the point of saying that. I also like how he got his like arms, his hands slashed off too that was pretty oh yeah cool. yeah like, yeah that, that, that awesome. quick little bit of uh paneling i think it was maybe like two or three pages but that was some awesome artwork right there with the brutality yeah for sure yeah the artwork was uh definitely interesting to look at um it's sort of it's very stylistic kind of looks like blurry and but but like in a cool way so yeah i enjoyed the artwork 
Okay, so then once that happens, uh, Trevor and Will decide, like, okay, we got to get the fuck out of here. They were eating uh, grubs later on, and then Will, like, implies that, you know, it's like, oh, these grubs, they taste like poop, but they're healthy for you. It gives you energy. Then uh, then the Will tries it, and he's like, ah, oh, these, don't, these don't taste like poop. Poop tastes better. It's like, ah, oh, shit. That's gross. So he's eating poop in that shed. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do with your time in there? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Clearly that father is not coming in there to, like, change out his, like, shit and piss pan. No. No, you just gotta eat the poop, I guess. It makes sense. Still, it's gross. But while they're trying to escape, they discover that there was a lot of other graves for, like, the children, because they killed some of the children, and then some of the graves had ragdolls, so to, like, fake that the children were dead. So they decide they have to save all the other freaks. And um, so we go around and we just like go to the different sheds and there's different like disgusting looking freak children. And during this part, I was reading it in the office at work. And um, like as I'm reading this, someone was eating some like stinky snack or something. So I'm like smelling this like the smell with the visual was was not smell good. Death. Yeah, it's just like it's just, I don't know what they were eating, it but it just like smelled like way too strongly. And it, yeah, it did. It was fucking disgusting. So I had like the smell during this part for me, and um, it was extra disgusting. So these these freaks look very gross and smell gross. Ugh. Stop calling them gross. freaks. They're just homunculuses. Okay, these homunculuses are fucking gross and wolf children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wolf one was really weird. What the fuck? It's like, is it just a wolf? A talking wolf? I don't know. When they first introduced it, I was like, oh, wait, there was a puppy dog one that they kept or something? Like, I didn't realize it was an actual, like, kid until, like, the next page. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, fuck. It was weird. Freaks. Yep. Freaks of the heartland. So, like, they live in this valley, and then they go over the mountain to uh, escape the valley, and they see, like, a modern-day city. So I guess this is, like, a village-type storyline where they just, like, hid away from the normal world. And people think that they live in an old-timey city, but actually it's just modern day. It's basically M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like they, they have a fire. He sets the one town on fire, partially. Yeah. So they can go and rescue the other kid, the other homunculi. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we should call for some fire trucks. And he's like, no outsiders. Yeah. I don't need their fancy fire trucks. Like, that's kind of the ending, and I guess that the freaks decide to stay hidden and uh, not go in there because they decide they won't be accepted in the real world either. So then flash forward to Will uh, as an old man, and then, like, meeting with his with his brother again, just, like, outside of his house. It's like, oh, once a year we meet. Okay. End of the story. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think the ending left a lot to be desired, but... That's that's all the notes I had. Did you have anything else? Just that cool phrase that they used. Which one's that? As big as all get out. Oh, yeah. That's an underutilized saying, I think. The other thing they were saying that I really liked was like, all right, we got to get. They're like talking about that. They got to get to like leave. I also enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I should start saying that more. It's like, okay, we got to get. Everyone should. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. That's a cool old-timey phrase that is not used enough anymore. So yeah, then, uh, like I said, this is a short book. The story is very simple. Uh, art's cool. 
I mean, I, I would recommend reading it just for that. It's easy. How about you? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, you won't be that satisfied by the ending, but... Because it's like they never go into, like, what made these women pregnant or anything. They just said that they all got pregnant at the same time. It's like, well, I want to know more about that, you know? What, what's going on there? But no, we never get anything about that. Oh, well. Yep. Maybe next time. Yeah. You want to hear a review? Sure. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! All right, I just got one review. It's three stars. Beautifully drawn, story lacking. The title of my reviews uh, mostly says it all. The images in this graphic novel are breathtaking at times, gorgeous and impossible simultaneously. That said, the story is lacking. It doesn't really seem to go anywhere. Or it does, but it ends right when you think it should be beginning. The concept is interesting, and it had potential to pull something great out of such an artistically drawn hat. Unfortunately, it doesn't excel as well as one might hope. But if you like pretty pictures, then go for it. I promise you won't be disappointed. I like that one. It's like, yeah, just look at the pictures. Yeah. All right. Accurate. That's accurate. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. And it's a uh, spot on. All right. So that's Freaks of the Heartland. I mean, speaking of a band of uh, freaks. We had a lot of freaks in The Tick in our next segment. Fuck these comic book shows! Or at least a lot of superheroes. Maybe not quite freaks, but we know what I mean. We watched two episodes of The Tick. The episodes were The Little Wooden Boy in the Belly of Love and That Mustache Feeling. Which one do you want to talk about first? I don't know what episode The Mustache Feeling one was. The other one was the season two premiere, so... The season three premiere was the mustache feeling. Oh, then let's go with the... Yeah. In order. Okay. The Little Wooden Boy in the Belly of Love uh, was the season two one. So what'd you think of this one? Um, it was okay. I mean, classic tick shenanigans. Yeah, this one, I, I like the mustache feeling one a lot better, but this one was uh, all right. Yeah, they had like a, a giant whale called Blowhole, with, which is just like a, it's kind of like a BoJack Horseman whale character who's just really big and running across the U.S. for some reason. Every 10 years. That was a weird thing that was going on here. I mean, it all tied together in the end, so it made sense by the end. But like when they started doing that, it's like, what the fuck is this? Why are we doing this? But yeah, this one is about a girl who is dressed like Arthur. She has a flying suit just like Kamalita. him. Yeah, yeah. And she's um, dealing with uh, Swiss gang members, which uh, I like those Swiss gang members because it's like just has all these, you know, stereotypes. They had like the Swiss army knife was their weapon, which had all the like a giant one. They were yodeling and shit. So, I mean, that, that part was fun. We got to do like caricatures just based on where they're from. And at one point they, they explain to the Tick and Arthur that actually we don't work with the government so uh not all swiss people would work for the government we're just criminals you know i like how they were kind of explaining that that was pretty fun yeah but they were after him because carmelita's father was this amazing genius who created the flying suits and he left a code in one of them and he left a, a workbook in the other with all his other great inventions and he's been missing for like 20 years workbook. 
Yeah, they were trying to find that book and find the codes on how to use it and shit. And it turned out he was inside of the beast. Yeah. Blowhole. Yeah, yeah, he was inside of the of Blowhole, which is where they found that guy. But before that, Arthur is trying to he's he's trying to smash with the Carmelita. So the tick gets jealous because he has to go on patrol alone and he he like goes crazy and he makes like a little wooden boy, which is just like a piece of wood with a smiley face on it, and that was his new sidekick. So in the whale they have to decide to like burn the little wooden boy to smoke themselves out of the whale. And it, the tick was very broken up about that. I, I enjoyed that part. It's like, oh, well, we could stay in here forever. And, you know, the guy did have a toothbrush. So yeah. that was the joke there. Yeah. And then the tick was calling the Swiss people Frenchie, which was fun. And then by the end, the tick was telling Arthur to get meta with him when he's like trying to figure out what lesson they learned at the end. I think that's all the notes I have about that one. Anything else about that? Nope. All right. All right. So. Let's move on to the next one. That mustache feeling. I think we'll have a lot more to talk about because this one was, I thought this one was a lot better. This show, even though it's like a kid's show, I feel like it was way more engaging than like a lot of those other shows, like those CW ones. Like I couldn't give a fuck. But this one, I just feel like, I feel like there was enough there. It was a, it was a very solid show for a kid's show, like a Saturday morning thing from the 90s. But uh, yeah, this one is great. The Tick gets a, fa- a mustache which is some kind of alien mustache or whatever the fuck it is. And he keeps like talking about how awesome his mustache is. I really love that. Just like real life. Love that fucking mustache song that they played out of nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. That thing was great. Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I should find that. Maybe we can make that our outro or something. Fuck yes. Yeah. All right. I'll try to find that and put it in in post. Uh, the other thing about the music is uh, the tick meets his friend Taft, who is just like Shaft, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm the neighbor." And like when, when go, Shaft or when Taft well, no, is they talking, go to, they go to Dot and Neil's engagement party, and it's yeah, just yeah. all the superhero friends. Right. I didn't remember Dot being a character on the cartoon show at all. I was a, yeah, I, I didn't remember her either. She's much more like nerdy in this one than in the 2017 one. But yeah, when when Taft is talking, he has like this ridiculous like black exploitation music, uh, singing about the words that he's saying. It was awesome. He has this awesome mustache too. So the tick is asking him for mustache <laughs> tips. Like, like, does your mustache ever hurt you? He's like, oh he's yeah, like, yeah. He gets cut in my jacket all the time. Mine gets cut in my yeah. zipper all the time. My beard gets cut in my zipper all the time too. I can really yeah, like... yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I like watching this as an adult. It's like, yeah, that totally happens. Because, yeah, Tick's alien mustache was, like, beating him up when the Tick Wasn't was trying to trim it. So. Not an alien. It was a, a scientific experiment, right? Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Scientific experiment. Or a government mustache. experiment. Yeah. I like the government agency for Shave that they introduce, led <laughs> oh, by yeah. Jim Rage, Sergeant Jim Rage. Awesome which name. Which is the greatest fucking name. <laughs> and he was voiced by uh, Brad Garrett from... Uh, Everybody loves Raymond, the brother on that show. Oh yeah, shit! Damn, he's, he's got this. Awesome. He's got this team of these three beauticians who also happen to be yeah. like part-time like ninjas and shit. They're trying <laughs> to hunt down this mustache for the past like twenty years. And uh, he's he's like keeping them in the back of the van like a creep, you know. He's driving around. It's like sleep, ladies. We'll we'll need your energy for later. He just like seems really creepy and stuff too. It's awesome. I love Jim Rage. And then, like, he has an eye patch, and later on, 
his uh, eye patch comes off and the tick is like, wait, that's a fake eye patch. You're not a government agent. And like, that's how he figures it out because <laughs> his eye patch is fake. Well, no, because they read the letter saying that his agency was shut down 20 years ago or something. Yeah, but that was like the final nail in the coffin, though. He's like, wait a minute, that's a fake eye patch. I should have seen this all along. I like the letter that the the mustache is like doing shit while the tick sleeps. And it writes yeah. him a letter, but it's all in Spanish. And the tick is trying to read it, and he's like, I don't <laughs> understand your mumbo jumbo or whatever the fuck he calls it. This alien language. Yeah, this alien language. <laughs> yeah, I love the way he's reading it. He's just like reading it just like with no inflection at all and just trying to read it normally. That's awesome. And yeah, like Arthur's getting annoyed by the tick talking about his mustache constantly. So he's like, you know, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. He's not going to help him because he keeps talking about the mustache. But yeah, like at one point, the tick just comes in and he sits in the sits on the couch next to Arthur. And then just immediately he's like, well, I'm going to go look at my mustache again. And just like goes in the bathroom and keeps looking at it. He's so into that. Which I get it. Like, that's what, yeah, that's what we all do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, Jim Rage had a mustache detector, too, which I thought that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And then the tick's trying to shave this mustache, and for, like, a couple seconds there, the mustache is, like, moving around to avoid the razor, and the tick has a Hitler mustache for a second there. That was pretty awesome. The tick with a Hitler mustache, man. Yep. And then it kind of got... That, then where it got kind of, like, weird and stupid is the mustache is in love, and he's looking for someone called the Russian Beard. No, because Jim Ridge tells us about how the Russians created a beard to counteract the mustache, and it was an arms race to see who could get it first back in, like, 1974. The beard was (laughs) awesome. The beard was cool, but, like, the guy who was wearing the beard, he's just like, they're just like, oh, that that beard looks really good on you. He's just like, oh. And then he just leaves. He's like, okay, bye. And he he just has, like, no personality at all. I don't think he even said thank you. He just said, oh. Because they had like 30 seconds left on the cartoon. It was only like a 28 minute show. No time for thanks for thank yous. Yeah. And then the lesson that they learn here is the tick talking about like what's cool and what's not cool. It's like, I thought this guy was cool, but actually he's not cool. And I thought mustaches were cool, but that mustache wasn't cool. And like shit like that. So that's the lesson is like some things are cool and some things are not cool. Beards are cool. Mustaches are not. (laughs) That's what it was. Uh, so did you shave your mustache right after this um, thing? Because mustaches are not cool. No. They're cool when they're attached to beards. Because they attach together on that uh, random stranger guy. And we learn that they're cool in unison. It's if you go either <laughs> or, that's when it's uncool. Oh, that's the lesson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the lesson we all needed to learn as children on yeah. Saturday mornings. <laughs> so, it's yeah. like six-year-old kids who are decades away from mustaches and beards. <laughs> That's right. So I, I really enjoyed that second episode. I, I like the tick. The tick is still still holds up, I think, for a shitty cartoon. What do you mean shitty? Way better than cartoons back in the day were usually pretty shitty, like Transformers. Like was pretty pretty bad, and we tried to rewatch it. But this one I thought was pretty good. Well, there you have it. Anything else? So we got. Basically, what's Batman well from the 2001 show. But he's oh, actually, yeah, that's uh, right. I forget what it is. It's something mouse. That was cool seeing him. Yeah, he got beat up by the Swiss guys, too. Yeah. So, I don't know what he's doing here. He can't handle the Swiss. 
GTR. Yeah, who could handle GTR? Mm-hmm. Um, that's all the notes I had then. Anything else? No. All right. Anything else you want to talk about today? Yeah, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the other day. Oh, okay. I saw that a couple weeks ago, yeah. What'd you think? It was slow. Yeah. The very end the very end though was awesome. Yeah, for sure. The dog thing was pretty cool, the guy whistling at his dog to murder people. Do your dogs do that? I'm gonna start I've started training them ever since I All saw right, that good. movie last night. So far today yeah, I think it's, it's a good unsuccessfully idea. hasn't worked out yet. So we're gonna get back to it tomorrow. Do they just look at you and wag their tails with their tongue out? Pretty much. That's how you know they're learning though, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was a, that was a pretty decent movie. I I enjoyed it. It's the best retelling I've ever seen of the Sharon Date murders. Yeah, that whole Roman Polanski thing too was pretty funny. Do you have anything else to say about that one? Not really. I just really like the ending. Okay. <laughs> All right. It was very slow build. Everything else was pretty much skippable except for the last like three minute fight scene. This is a long movie. Oh, uh, the other thing about that movie is um, if you like feet, you'll fucking love that movie. It's like every other scene is like somebody putting their feet on the dashboard of the car and shit. There's so many feet shots in that fucking movie. I think Quentin Tarantino is like going to the extreme with his foot fetish thing in this movie. If you're turned on by feet, watch the movie. There you go. Yeah. Well, if we're talking about movies, I saw Jojo Rabbit. Have you oh, heard yeah? this one? Yeah, how was it? It was alright. I mean, it's like about some kid who has Hitler as an imaginary friend. And that's that's pretty interesting dynamic. Is it the kid is a Nazi. Friend? It's an imaginary friend, yeah. Oh. So the kid like wants to be like this Nazi soldier because he's you know, it's Germany during World War II, basically. And then there's a Jew in his wall, so he has to uh deal with having a Jew in his wall and not get his mother in trouble. And then they like yeah, they're, they're like doing all the funny Jewish stereotypes, like the Nazi propaganda Jewish stereotypes. Like they all have sharp teeth and like scaly skin and stuff like all this ridiculous bullshit. They're like, oh, OK. And they're like taking notes about this, like in class. So it's like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Most of them are trying to do like a really shitty German accent. And then I think Scarlett Johansson's the only one who has like a consistent accent. But everyone else just seems to like slip in and out of the German thing. It's weird. Isn't it Shia LaBeouf in that one? Um, I don't remember. I think of a different one. Was he? I don't think he was. No. Oh. Shia LaBeouf as Hitler would be funny. But yeah, there you go. Speaking of Hitler mustaches, Hitler was better. This one or the one from Preacher? Um, the one from Preacher, I think, was better. I think I think he was funnier. Like I, I, I was, I cared more about the adventures of Hitler in that one than in this one. Hmm. Like this, this Hitler was a little bit too. He was a little bit too goofy, you know. He's like a he's like a clown Hitler. Well, he's a kid's imaginary friend, so I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's why. It's a little bit too childish for a Hitler, but that's I mean that's that's the reason. So yeah, I mean, sure, watch it, I guess. It's not very convincing. Endorsement right there. I, I thought it was okay. I mean, it was just okay. I mean, the thing about uh, having Hitler as an imaginary friend—it's like that's the hook. But it's it's fine. It's it's just a fine movie. It's a nice way to spend uh, an hour and uh, forty minutes. 
but it's not essential, you know? All right. I guess that's all I have then. Do you have anything else to talk about today? Do not. So what do you want to read next week? The Boys Volume 3. All right. I want to read Contagion Collected. Speaking of uh, outbreaks happening in Wuhan. Contagion. Uh, This is a Marvel book. The Thing is on the cover. Oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) So this should be really good. But less good than Colossus. Yeah, probably. What are we watching next week? I don't have anything. Watch. I mean, we're going into animated stuff now. Let's go to the old Superman animated show or like the old animated Batman or um, All right. Justice League or let's Let's do Spider-Man. that Superman one. Okay, either or. Let's do the Superman one. Do you know which episode? No. I'm... It's the 90s animated one, right? Yeah. We could find so many animated cartoons from like the late 80s, early 90s, assuming they're somewhere online that we can watch them. Like we can watch the old Iron Man one because Hawkeye was his sidekick on it. It's the old oh, Hulk. Shit. The Fantastic Four one. With uh, those animated shows, that, that website I sent you, that it's called thewatchcartoononline.tv for those of you out there who want to see every animated show. It just basically has all the cartoons on it, so I think we can oh, find good. it this there. Oh, good. should all be on there, then. I've, I've been able to... If it's animated, I've been able to find it there, like, 100% of the time. Nice. Yeah, I think it'll work. Yeah. All right, so here's top 10 episodes. Let's just scroll through, see if anything sounds good. We have Ghost in the Machine. There's Where There's Smoke. Fuck off, ads. God damn it. Wait, let's just watch the series finale, because I think that is the lead into the Justice League cartoon. Oh, really? Okay. All right, so fine. Let's do series finale. We only watch one episode? I think that's okay. I don't know. Do you want to watch two? I don't know. You pick two of the tick. Do you want two of this? Um, all right. Speed Demons. There's the flash in that one. Metallo. Legacy Part 1. World's Finest Part 3. I don't want to watch three parts. Double Dose. And the number one is Nighttime, spelled with a K. I guess that has Batman in it, obviously. So, I don't know. Which one sounds cool? Um, I guess nighttime? I don't know. Okay, let's do that. Is it Batman or is it Etrigan? It has. It just has a picture of Superman with, I think, Robin looking at the bat symbol. Oh, damn. Picture. So it is know. Batman then? Probably, yeah. Alright, let's do that then. So the series finale and nighttime. Crossover. Sweet. Okay, so... I'm on the internet at these two the god. Okay. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. Follow us at Drafts HBD Pod. For the music, go to SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. And find us on Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. All right. So join us next week for Contagion, The Boys Volume 3, and Superman, The Animated Series. See you next week. Bye.
upper lip, slick and hip, pointy on the end. Ow! So I watched another show this week called The Good Doctor. Have you heard about this show? Yeah, it's the kid from uh, Bates Motel who played on Bates. I probably yeah it should just be called like Paging Doctor Autism because like <laughs> <laughs> I I hope it's pretty fucking hilarious. Go with. <laughs> well, I mean that'd be a better like that would be I would know what the show is. The Good Doctor. I, I have no idea. I need to know it's about autism. Because at the beginning of the show, they cut to like a board meeting to introduce you to who this kid is. Um, this is like the pilot episode. And they have the establishing shot of like the uh, the hospital. And then you just hear them starting the meeting. And the guy's just like, autism. And then like, you know, just like that's how he starts his presentation. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I mean, you got to get crowd control. And that's how you captivate the audience. I know. You want people to listen it's to a really shitty speech? Show. You just yell autism at them. Yeah. It's and like the dude just you just see this kid like using his like his autism is like a superpower. He just like looks at people, he's like, okay, this is happening to them. There's a slight change in this and like all that. And everyone's and like, Oh, we don't understand like you. We're not gonna listen to you. Godzilla monster. Yeah. You've explained your autism as a superpower theory before. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is in the show, but then obviously he's going to have uh, trouble with his interpersonal relationships at some point in this season, <laughs> like probably episode two. But yeah, that's going to be his his weakness. Well, we'll learn to overcome that together. <laughs> Such a ridiculous show. Yeah, I think Jessica's personal trainer recommended that to her. So personal it's like, okay, trainer? Let's... Why is he watching Doctor Autism? I don't know. It's weird. I yeah probably probably not gonna take her suggestions anymore. But it was hilarious. I I, I was amu- I'm not gonna keep watching it, but I was really amused by the first episode, just watching autism as a superpower. Because they have all these like him thinking, you know, just like like <laughs> and like around his head, you see all these like these like books with pages turning and like different graphs of like, uh, like medical I was, graphs. I was and hoping stuff. there were like different like, neurons inside of his brain, like yeah. activating. Oh yeah. They have some of that too, I'm sure. Like like they used to do on House whenever like they would get like Oh yeah. Oh man. House would like zoom in and do like a CG thing. This one is basically like a CG overlay of what you're looking at. It's pretty awesome. Have, uh, but uh, for one episode. Have you seen the commercials for that new show starring Dr. House? It's on HBO. No. He's like a, no, a pilot in space and like the uh spaceship is crashing and it's this funny-looking comedy on HBO, so it should be good. Needs the main okay. character. Is that out already? I think it's third this Sunday. Okay, yeah, I'll check it I out. Think I Do you can't know the remember name? the name. Voyager Five, maybe. Oh, fuck. Okay, all right, I'll take a look for it then. Man, that even when that kid was on uh, the Bates Motel thing, he kind of looked like he was solving every all planning all his murders through his autism. Really. <laughs> He always just looks so like just... that because like they would always have like shots of him just kind of like pondering and like having an inner debate with himself about whether or not to kill people and shit. Seems like it's worth watching. Not really. <laughs> I, okay. I don't know. I fell off of that show extremely quickly. 
All right. Autistic serial killers seems like something I would want to check out. Maybe I should write it. I'm going to write it. There you go. Autistic serial killer. (laughs) Uh, Serial autism or something like that. I'll think of a title. I like serial autism so far. (laughs) Okay. That'll hook them. Yeah. I'd watch that. Just got to think of some shitty pun. It's a great way to start your day by murdering. Spelled like cereal. Sounds like cereal. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 That's the hook. That's like the other cereal. They don't know. I know. And that's the hook. They don't know yeah. if you're being serious. If you the mean best... like serial killer cereal or like cereal <laughs> Wheaties cereal. Oh. So you draw yeah, that in. one. The best part of waking up is autism in your cup. Well, I mean, that would be a coffee. Well, yeah, but it's breakfast themed. You can have cereal next to the coffee. Wait, what's the? Uh, what are some cereal taglines here? They're great. Okay, so you can say Murder, like they're autistic. Great. They're autistic. <laughs> what else? Um, I can't remember any of the goddamn taglines Wheaties. Okay, the breakfast Kid tested, of autists, mother approved obviously. is kicks. Yeah. Kid tested, autism approved. Um, I like that. This is our murder tested. I want honey. Isn't that honeycombs? All right, so I want autism. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, All right, this works. I I can't believe I can't remember all these. Um, There are so many of them too. What about Fruit Loops? What is Fruit Loops? It's not Taste the Rainbow. That's Skittles. What the fuck is Fruit Loops? They're magically delicious. Is Lucky Charms? Oh, okay. They're magically magically autistic. autistic. Yeah, obviously. I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe that as magically, though. Well, I mean, it is kind of like magic. It's a superpower, right? We all know that. Oh, man. That show is ridiculous. All right. I'm going to stop it there. We got to keep my autism sh- ideas under wraps. Yeah. Until you get the green light on your show. Yeah, I don't want anyone stealing my ideas. Your, your million-dollar idea here. <laughs> That's right. All right. See ya. Bye.